Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, thank you once again for joining Industrial Talk, and thank you so much for your support because we're building a platform that is dedicated to industrial professionals all around the world. That's you. Because you're bold, you're brave, you dare greatly, you collaborate, you solve problems, you make the world a better place because of your passion. That's why we celebrate you on this podcast as well. You can hear by the buzz in the background, we are broadcasting on-site IoT Solutions World Congress 2023. It is an event that you need to put on your calendar for next year. If you're not here, you need to put it on your calendar next year because we get people like David McGee right there in the hot seat. uh, Slingshot Simulations is the company. So let's get cracking on this conversation. Yeah, David, this is this is the second time, and he's got a cough. So don't don't start saying Scott. He's got a cough. Don't don't tell me he's got a cough. But it's okay because we'll survive. How you doing? Well, good. We'll survive the first three days of the conference, so we're doing good. Oh, you know, at the end, you could just see people who are just you know they they work the conference, then all of a sudden the energy starts. And, of course, it's Barcelona. And, of course, they eat at uh, 1 o'clock in the morning. And you got to eat. <laughs> well, your problem, Nara, is this the first time I've sat down all day? <laughs> so I don't think I can get up. You're going you're gonna to sit there and just doze off. Now he's snoring. Now he is all out. Yeah. No, I hear you, man. And yeah. And are you over? Where, where are you at? You're over in the, the Yeah, we're the over in the Digital Twin Consortium Pavilion there yeah. with OMG, yeah. But there's no seats. I know. It's all stand. It's all all, um, barstool type things. It is. (laughs) And there are only two of them, and we're a team of four people. And note to self, get more chairs, more comfort. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, you know, I have to be a good boss, so let my team sit down. You do? Apparently, yeah. I'm telling you, you do. You have to, without a doubt. All right, for the listeners, let's do a level set again. Give us a little background, David, as well as just sort of a, I don't know, rundown on Slingshot. That would be cool. I like that. Give us a background on you and Slingshot. Awesome. Well, it's great to be here. I mean, eight months ago we had the chat, didn't we? Just, just like... don't know how that happened. I thought it was yesterday. Now it's going to be 16 months coming up. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Well, yeah, just a, a bit of intro on me. So uh, I'm Dr. David McKee. I'm the CEO, CTO, and I founder. I forgetting to put the doctor. Ah, it's okay. I'll, I'll remind you later. Yeah. Um, um, it's fine. No one else puts it in front, so I have to... <laughs> I did go to school. I went to school. I invested four years of my life doing that <laughs> blimmin' PhD. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. Wrong time of doc. Wrong type of doctor. My wife tells me. Um, yeah, nah, hey, yeah. Anyway, so I'm the a founder at Slingshot Simulations. We're a spin out from university. We really our focus, our passion is helping people make decisions from data quicker. You know, whether it's the number of people who walk past your shop front. You know, might run a laundrette or whatever. Well, why do you open at 9 a.m.? Maybe it should be 8.30 because the next 1,000 people walk past. Or maybe you shouldn't close at 6 p.m. It should be 6.15. Particularly, you know, post-pandemic world, everyone moves around slightly differently. Or you might run a warehouse. You know, you could run, you know, a multinational company. There's lots of data and making decisions with it is hard. So at Slingshot, it's all about taking data, bringing it together to provide context. So it's actually, how does this piece of information augment that so that, you know, the number of people here, well, actually, we know we're in Barcelona. What does that mean about that? We know the weather. All those other bits of information 
what does that mean? Bring it together, we feed that into simulations, analytics, machine learning, all that cool stuff. And then the most important bit at the end of it is we answer questions for people. What is it that you want to know to help your business, to help make your life better, to make your city better and cleaner, etc.? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big uh, big proponent of simulation because I always want to run simulations. I, I, don't, I, I, I'm, I never feel comfortable with the original or the, the decision, and then all of a sudden I just want options. I want to be able to say, what about this? What about this? We but have it, a phrase called optioneering. Yeah, there you go. But it is. But it, it, because as, as you go through that process, right, you, you, you even begin to sort of understand and what's taking place and how yeah. it's evolving. So if I were to approach, I'm sorry. Uh, if I was to uh, say, okay, David, I'm interested. I, I, I know what's going on. I contact you. I have a business. What are you going to do for me? So I just would take us to just sort of a, a, that. I would first of all ask you, what do you think are your biggest pain points right now? What are you struggling with as a business owner? And it's normally come around to you know, operational efficiency, something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and it depends on your type of business. If you're a shop owner, it's like, look, I need more customers. Um, you're a warehouse operator, uh, and goods are getting broken, or it's going to be this, some common trends. So I'd ask that. I'd do my research, obviously, beforehand. i said, well, what are those in plain English? Let's not get tech, you know. What are those questions that you need to answer about your business? Then I ask another question, I say, and what data do you have right now about your business and where is it? Is it in SharePoint? Is it in Google Drive? Do you have sensors? Maybe you do. Um, you know, we're at an IoT conference, so you, you know, right here you probably do. What are you doing with it? Do you know what that data looks like? I, I guarantee you, you just get a bunch of, well, for me, if you were asking me that question, one, it would be blank. Yeah. And then the second one would be no. <laughs> Yeah, well, and that's, that's actually really good because then it leads to things, actually, would you like me to show you what your data and what your business looks like? And we'll, we'll load up, and we've got a, a SaaS web platform that allows us to just quickly visualize on a picture, put it on a map typically, what your data of your business looks like. And we typically do that for free because it's actually, that's the bit where we can start telling stories to help you Tell a story to us about your business in a way you've never been able to do before because you've never seen it. But, but see, this is this is cool. Again, a big, big fan of simulations. Got it. I, I see this such a great value. Is this a um, a solution that is not just for the big and hardy businesses, but is it can can small and mid and all of that stuff? participate in this because if we're talking sustainability You're it's right. one thing over here but it's got to be you know the ecosystem as a whole you know, absolutely and you know simulation has been the purview of the you know the billion dollar companies historically it's expensive people like me are expensive um, so we focus on two groups of people you have your cities um, you know, public bodies, they don't have that much money in the scheme, scheme of things, and it's taxpayer money. So we don't want them to spend it, or spend very little of it. So the question is, how do we help them make decisions for the places we live really quickly? They don't have engineers, but they've got a heck of a lot of data. They've got data on you and I. 
They've got data on all the traffic, all the shops, everything, and they're all planning for net zero. They're all looking at how do I put, where do I put the next bus route? And I need to put it in right now because that affects the businesses and so forth. So that's one group of people that we target uh, because it's about helping them make better places to live really quickly. The other side is the SMEs, the small businesses where I often talk about in the UK, we have fish and chip shops, which are probably the epitome of the small business. Yeah, oh yeah, um, yeah. And I love myself some good fish and chips. Who um, doesn't? Oh, well, well, maybe there is, but I, I love it too. Actually, well, my wife's not keen. She doesn't like fish. No way. I know, I know. And we, and we live in Yorkshire in the UK, which is like one of the homes of fish and chips. Oh, it's just sad. Um, hopefully she's not listening. <laughs> anyway, but, you know, their things, these tend to be really small shops. Yeah, so they don't have much space inside, you know, a counter, maybe you can have five people, no parking. But what is it? And they've just had 18 months where they've been shut because of a pandemic. Yeah. So the question to them is, how do they survive and get people through? And you need to give them the tools to say, and we did a, a bit of an experiment, a local fish and chip shop, or the local chippy as we call it. And we said, you know what? There's 10,000 people drive past your shop every day because you're on a main high street out of the big city. Well, hang on a minute, but you don't open till about 6 p.m. They've gone. Yeah. What if you open at half four? Because you know what? If I'm queuing in that traffic and it's, you know, half four on a Friday afternoon, I smell the fish and chips, I'm getting hungry. Uh, yeah, no, you're absolutely Someone will right. stop. Yeah. And if it's 10,000 people, you don't need that many to stop. Right. And it's suddenly transformative to their business. And that is, how do you answer that? Traffic simulation. They don't need to know that it's traffic simulation. They just need to answer the question of, when do I need to open my shop to get more people through? Or how many people are driving past my shop? And that's the thing that matters to them. So we have to hide all the magic. So I don't talk about simulation. No, you don't, no, no, no. You definitely don't want me to uh, see this, how the sausage is made because that'll be all overwhelming and all that. But you're, you're, you're talking about, when we start talking about simulations, it's 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 not bound by little four walls. There's data in the four walls, but then there's there's the other the community data that you also pull in. You're you're pulling in pretty much a lot of oh, yeah. sources mm -hmm. for that little fish and chip shop to optimize the opportunity for success. Let's just be honest here. Yeah. And and bring in and and not only that, if that individual that that business gets an accurate representation of what's taking place from a data perspective, then I'm going to order more fish or figure out mm -hmm. how to, you know, bring in my inventory mm -hmm. off of real, actual data. Absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And we would say, huh. so I'll give a, an example that we uh, did recently, and there's um, a webinar from back in November that the Digital Twin Consortium did on this where this is about helping a city, um, town rather, in North Northamptonshire in the UK. It's about 50 miles north of London, helping them on their net zero strategy. So they don't have a huge amount of money. They said, well, where do we need to put electric vehicle chargers? Where do we put solar panels? Where do we put wind turbines? Where do we need to put new bus routes? Where do we put the next housing estate? All those questions, and there was about 12 questions. And they had 100 sources of data. Of that, about 90% was public, government sources and so forth, and then about 10% was kind of stuff that they'd collected, they'd gone, people on the ground, counting cars, that kind of stuff, and taking measurements. And we brought it in and we helped them answer those questions. And we worked with a local consultant who knew the area, was passionate about Net Zero, they were not, they were not for profit, so kind of really investing in answering that problem. And we gave them, there was this wonderful wires and boxes, really complicated, 
and you come and look at it and that was great for the engineer and it kind of they like that wow factor it gives them some confidence that there's a complexity there which yeah, is yeah, quite yeah. important yeah, yeah. but in the end they have this beautiful web page with dials that basically said right oh if I had 10% more of electric vehicle charges this is how much CO2 I'll reduce yeah. in five years time and we put in like demographic information because actually I'll give one example if you put electric vehicle charges in a community where they can't afford electric cars why are you doing it Right. you'd be better off putting a new bus route in and that trade off yeah. it's simple but it's actually that's a, you know, another simulation type an example we had a conversation this week is it's been a common theme is how many types of simulation do you need to do to figure out how you're going to travel from here in Fira, Barcelona to go to dinner tonight because yeah. when it comes to simulation these all tend to be really technical really specific to the type of thing you're doing and you know there's thousands of people walking around here and you simulate the jostling of the elbows, pushing through the tube. That's one type of simulation, crowd simulation. You then have transport simulation for catching the cab, catching the metro. And then you have pedestrian simulation because we're walking on the sidewalks. Three different types of simulation. But you don't want to know that. You want to know, what's the best way for me to get from here? The fact that I can't get a taxi because everyone's catching the taxi. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I went to dinner last night. Yeah, I, and it was half an hour. I we're did. Late. I was, yeah, yeah, I was, I, I might have been fighting a taxi with you. Probably, maybe. yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I was having to say, we're going, oh man, I'm stuck here. Yeah. How do I get back? I'm stuck. Yeah, I mean, we actually, um, you know, various members of my team have used our own simulation platform and to actually look at their commutes, for example, into work. Oh, because wow. they're saying, actually, oh, I keep getting stuck on this road. Why? Oh, actually, we'll have to take a different route. So this, this is a great segue into the, the, the question I have, is that you, in, prior to our you know, podcast, you, you mentioned something I thought it was very important, and is that as we look at these communities, as you start running the data, as you do all of this great work and, and I identify areas of efficiency or where we can improve, there, there is that other component of, of, well, I'm a person. And you need to get that input into yeah. it. You need to be able to sort of mine that information because the, the bottom line, I, I would be the one up front too. If I'm getting impacted in a negative way, I'm not happy. And that just goes with anything. If, you, if you're playing around with my power and it flickers, forget it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm out of here, you guys. And then when that happens... Try to get me back. Try to regain my confidence that you know what you're yeah. doing. That's that's no, absolutely that's a pain in the butt. And oh, I was on a panel earlier today I'm talking about sustainable technology, sustainable digital twins. And one of the aspects of that is the societal piece. You know, we talk about ESG, environmental societal governance. Yeah. And societal that means you have to account for diversity, inclusion, equality, and equity. And so how do I engage you? How does a city who might use this platform engage you to get your input? Because no one knows your area better than the people who live there. Um, I'll give there as an example. They, just down the road from where I live, they built a new roundabout and they had a slip road. First time I went down it, I thought, that's righty short. I was like, but I bet they'll change that. Six weeks. Six weeks later, it was coned off. They were digging changing it up it. and changing it. Ugh, that's a, that's a cost, that's just, it's like, but the, it's There isn't that engagement, yeah. and that's the key thing, and one of the things that we're doing um, next month in March, we're actually engaging with some local schools around, actually, because kids are even better, partly because they'll tell you exactly what they think. 
Yeah, they don't mix words. That's good. You know, it's good. So, uh, it's like actually, it. what does that mean? Yeah. You know, engaging with that and involving that, and you have to make platforms that are easy to understand. Yes. And really, really obvious. And also, that means, and particularly in you know countries we're working, um, we submitted some projects for some of the poorer areas of the world, where we're supporting some charities, and it's really hard because they don't necessarily have computers, but most people do have a mobile phone. So how do you get that there? How do you manage the data? How do you manage all of that? Um, but also help them make decisions. And I found an interesting fact, which I was told, and I was as soon as they told me, I said, "Duh, of course." Just some of the best information is they said, "You know what?" We have all these charities coming for clean water. Have they asked the farmers what they need? Okay. And it turns out, depending on the type of farming they do, they actually quite like wastewater because it's a really good fertilizer. Yeah. Which is like, of course. But it's like, yeah, but they're getting rid of it all. And you're like, that's, you know, and there's a clear, they're, they're clearly changing conversation there. But then that engagement of data, people, and place is a really hard thing to do. Um, and, and that's part of it. And you know, when you think we do a lot of work, as you know, with the Rainforest Trust, yeah, yeah. and their big, th you know, their big thing is about preventing deforestation. But sometimes it's, I do think it's also understanding well, why is it happening? Because it's not always, you know, the big guys coming in, plowing it down. Sometimes it's local people, and their only livelihood is selling that wood. So actually, trying to understand well, what is it? Why? And what else do you need to do? Because you can have the best ideas, but if it's not economically sustainable for the local people, it doesn't matter. But how do you how do we start, David? I mean, it's it's like you're doing it. I get it. And there's just so many options out there. You know, small, mid, side businesses, communities, the rural areas, farming, this, that, and and it's like it it ha everybody has to be sort of the, rowing in the same direction in some way, shape, yeah. or form. It doesn't make sense that somebody's like ah yeah yeah. That's tough. I don't. I don't even know how you take this tiger by the tail and say, "Okay, so, I got it." So, um, I think for us, it's first of all starts with collaboration and partnership. Yeah. And um, so we will work with almost anyone who's willing to work with us to make this world a better place. Yeah, there you go. So that's that's the first piece. Yeah. yeah? I like that. I so like particularly, that. particularly small, you know, smaller consultants who really know they spend their livelihoods building this, becoming experts in their area, their whatever. So that's one piece. But then, as a business, we have to focus. We have to absolutely focus, and so we therefore do three things. We focus on helping cities and regions and counties plan for net zero. They've got their 2030 targets. Okay, help you do that and do it quickly, saving millions of dollars, getting that down from a three-year planning process to literally three months. And um, that's one. And then we look at the more complex um, mobility questions of how do you, and it's called active multimodal transport is the technical name for it, okay. which is saying how do you particularly get people who currently can't access amenities. How do you give them access? Because, like we just talked around that example, how do you get from A to B when you have to go via X, Y, Z? And how do you solve that? It's quite a complex problem. And how do you involve the community? So that's the other secondary we focus on. Very specific problem, kind of specific way of answering it. So that's useful. And then the other, the final third one is that SME piece, where it's specifically around operational efficiency. So we've taken one piece, there's one small piece. And it means we build an expertise around that because we have to. Because it, I, I, I mean, again, I, I, I think that you're onto something pretty spectacular, and that that is the simple fact that we talk about sustainability. We talk about all that. That's great. That's fine. It has to happen. We got my 
my big beef is was always okay then what now what how how do you do that in in the world of of power how do you do that in farming all of the you know mining i don't care how do you do that and and do it so that it doesn't kill the business yeah that's, right? That's hard. I mean, yeah, and you don't. You, I mean, we need the economy. We need to be able to do that. But we also need to be able to sort of, what's that balance? And I think you bring that with uh, with your solution and, and your team. All right. How do people get a hold of you? So reach via the website or um, at slingshotsimulations.com. And you can also reach me on LinkedIn. Um, actually, Google search David McKee. Put leads. After that, you'll find me. No way, really? Yeah. Thank you. A Google powerhouse. You were great, as always. Never disappoint. I like that. All right, listeners, we're going to have all the contact information for David out on Industrial Talk, so fear not, you will be able to get a hold of him. We've already had a conversation with him in the past, so it's, it's easy peasy, lemon squeezy, but he's got him and uh, his team are onto something very special, so reach out to him. You need to know this information. Again, we are broadcasting from IoT Solutions World Congress. This is day three. Day three. And it is wrapping up. You need to put this on the calendar because you need to connect with people like David and others to solve problems and have a collaborative conversation on how to do this. So anyway, we're going to have it all out there. We're going to wrap it up on the other side. Stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. All right. Thank you once again for joining Industrial Talk and your continued support. We're going to have another great conversation coming from iot solutions world congress david mckee in the hot seat delivering some value propositions for you to consider from your sustainability perspective you got i'm a big big fan of running simulations what ifs do this i don't know and then be able to really dial in your sustainability strategy that's what slingshot simulations can do for you reach out to david you will not be disappointed because you know he knows a lot. And, and, and it's, it's always a great time to be able to have a conversation with uh, David. All right. You need to put IOT Solutions World Congress 24 on your schedule. It, it is a must-attend event. You get people like David and others that are just really passionate about solving uh, today's challenges. And to do that in an innovative and... Uh, you know, direct way. It's a fabulous event. And the people who put it on, absolutely wonderful. Do that. Put that on your calendar. It's in Barcelona. It is in May. Go out to Industrial Talk to find out more. There's a there's a little button there. Go dink. You know, find out. You know, get in and get engaged. Look me up. We're going to be there. We're going to be talking. We're going to be uh, uh, speaking with some of the best in industry about innovation at that event and if you want to have a conversation on site you got to look me up all right just go to industrial talk all right be bold be brave dare greatly you hang out with people like david and you will be changing the world or going to iot solutions world congress and you'll be changing the world we're gonna have another great conversation coming from that event shortly so stay tuned